This week, and um, although it wasn't a, a major card on paper, it was still a very banger-heavy card, and maybe a, a lot of like you know relatively unknown to the most. This card had some great fights. This card had some bangers from the opening fight on. Like there was like. A lot of fights that were, you know, comeback fights where people were losing. There was a lot of those. And they came back, you know, last minute. There was, like, all the fights. I mean, the fight I enjoyed the least was the main event. Well, no, no, I'm not say the least. The main event was a little lackluster, but we'll get into it. Yeah, let's, let's, let's dive into this. Uh, the first one was um, your boy Chukui versus... Yes. Uh, how do you pronounce that Russian name? Morazan Marazanov. Sure. Um, which when this fight started, you know, Chukui was doing his thing. You know, mm-hmm. you can see that Chukui was very sharp. He he was making good reads. He was landing good. He was landing at will, pretty much. He mm-hmm. was doing his thing. Mm-hmm. And then out of nowhere, Chukui got cracked. Got cracked with a knee. And, and then some follow-up punches, and yeah. he was out. So, you know, Marzanov was losing for the most part of the fight. And Chikui came back. Mm. I mean, sorry. Yeah. And then he came back and mm-hmm. put Chikui on his back, put him out. And that was pretty much all she wrote for that. And then the um, next one. You have Chris um, Montino. Which, if you guys remember. Yeah. Chris Montino was uh, the human punching bag. For Sugar Sean O'Malley. For Sugar Sean O'Malley. Yeah, um, with the bright green hair. Yeah. Coming with a little bit a little, a little multicolor hair again as well this time. Looks like that's going to be his thing, but... Um, Guido Canetto. Canetti. Guido Canetti did not... And the thing is, Canetti, he's, he's pretty... He's, a, he's an older guy. He's I think mm-hmm. he's, he's in his 40s. Yeah. But he, he throws with everything, huh? Puts everything behind it, and he was just cracked. Like again, Montino showing he's got that chin, but the referee's not gonna stay there and let let you take all that damage. You know, they're again, gonna, they're gonna call the fight. Yeah, so which is exactly what happened. Yeah, he was getting pieced up early too. Early on, the referee said, "Nope, we're not doing this again." No, not this song and dance again. Nope, that can't be good. Which um, he was very upset. He was protesting it. And I, I I I get where he's coming from, but at the same time, you gotta block, dude. Like you can't just stay there and take punches. Defend yourself at all times. He was he's he was just getting and like the one shot that you can see when the referee jumped in, he was like looking off into space while he was getting hit with his hands out, like yeah, more were falling up like the referee like saved him from some permanent damage, man. Yeah, definitely just, not a good look at all. He was not not the way you want to start your UFC career because now he's yeah, that's two, that's two. He, he's zero and two, and both were like he eh. just wouldn't protect himself. It's like maybe maybe you know work the under work work with the. D League, the D League for a little bit, cause um, not, I'm I'm sure he's skilled. Like he he's got heart. He's got, definitely got that. But um, you know, I don't want to see him take so much more damage like that anymore. It's 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 not good. You know, it's not good for you. You're a young guy. You shouldn't be taking that kind of damage. Of course. But that's what he signed up for, right? But whatever. And then your boy, 
Dalcha Langjambula, who, again, like pronouncing the name. And um, he was doing great. And he was doing great. He was do, doing exceptional. I, I actually I thought he was going to win this. He, he, he was, I, I like his wrestling defense, which was the, if you're going to wrestle me, you're, you're going to have to go through some punches. Yeah. You know, like, the guy goes for his legs. He was cracking him and he was hurting him. Mm-hmm. He was hitting him with some big shots. Yep. And he was doing exactly what you need to do to, to, off, to uh, offset some wrestling. And I was like, more people need to do this. Mm-hmm. This is exactly what more people need to do to combat the wrestling. But what does he do? He begins to wrestle himself, and is like, dude, like the guy you're wrestling is. That's what he he's doing that for. He he's trying to wrestle you for a reason. Mm-hmm. So he played right into the guy's hand, and he went straight into a guillotine, and got and submitted got some in the first round. In the first round, in a fight, he was winning. Which is unfortunate, but for, unfortunate because you know y- you can see he's 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 starting to put it together. He's looking good. He's looking better. Mm-hmm. But. You gotta follow up looking better with a win, and he didn't do that, so it's unfortunate. Then Miranda Maverick got her win. Mm-hmm. You know, not a whole lot to speak there. It was a she did get a submission against uh, Sabina Moizo. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Damian Jackson, mm-hmm. another submission win for him. Coming off the contender series, he, he, was this uh no, it wasn't his debut, was it? No, it wasn't his debut. He got a submission right. win in his, his debut. This I think is another yeah, submission, is win, another for submission win for him. Yeah, against looking good. Camila uh, Kirk, mm-hmm. so good for him, and that was in the s- in the second round. So yep. looked good, and then Trevin Jones, uh, another good fighter, it's fighting Basharat. Um, uh, Basharat, yeah. Which Trevin Jones is looking good for this fight, but you know, after 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 the second round, he started to slow down a bit, mm-hmm. and Basharat just continued to do his thing, continued to work. In the post-fight uh, interview, I guess he was—I guess he was dealing with a loss in Trevor Jones. Yeah, he—he uh, he was a teammate or something like that. I'm not sure exactly. But I remember what uh, it was, but yeah. someone—he he lost recently, lost someone, and he was—that's mm-hmm. what he was kind of fighting for, and you know, kind of tough to go through that. Yeah, and then and then lose, but these things do happen. You kind of don't want to put the kind of pressure on yourself, but yeah, you definitely don't. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Pretty bad for him. And then uh, AJ, uh, JJ Aldrich mm-hmm. fought Jillian Robertson. Uh, JJ does what JJ does. Yep. Yeah. And and I don't I don't mean it's any bad way, but both women not in the top ten. I mean, uh, you can tell by their they're still they're still fighting the way women fought a few years ago. Mm-hmm. And the the women MMA game has evolved so much since then. There's a lot of women that are, that are kind of left behind and they don't realize it yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of feel like both of them were kind of showing that. I don't I don't mean that in any bad way. And I'm just saying that you know, there's there, there's a certain level once you hit the top five, top ten, in in, in the women's division. That and that wasn't it. Yeah. But a good win for JJ Aldridge. She's still young too, so she has you know. She has yeah. She has room a to lot grow. of room to grow. Mm-hmm. She's eleven and four, so she. She has, you know, a lot of room to grow. And then Matthew Summons Summonsberger versus AJ Fletcher. I thought Fletcher would have got this. You know, he you know he was coming off the contender. He got a nice flying knee victory. Mm-hmm. Um, teammates with um, Poirier it's from the same place. Mm-hmm. You know, looking to see what he could do here. But um, Summonsberger just showed that he can gut it out a little bit more. And he, I think he he did bloody up. At the end of the fight, bloody uh, AJ was pretty. 
pretty, pretty cut up. Actually, they both they both were kind of banged up. It was a nice. Mm-hmm. It was a, a scrappy back and forth fight, but Thomas Berger, you know, edged him out and got the unanimous decision. So good for him. And, and then we get into the good stuff. Yeah, my favorite fight of the night by far was, of course, Alex Pereira versus Bruno Silva, which you mentioned last week. Alex Pereira being the, the last guy to beat Israel Adesanya. This other is back other in, than one Blakovich. <laughs> yeah, in um, kickboxing. Mm-hmm. In kickboxing. So, you know, he's making his UFC, you know, run. Mm-hmm. His, I think it's his second or third fight in the UFC. It's oh, his second fight. Second fight. Sure. Maybe his third. Second or third fight in the UFC. Mm-hmm. Um, going up against a very tough test against Bruno Silva. Bruno Silva. Is no joke. Coming off of five straight wins. Mm-hmm. Um... This this fight was gonna show where Pereira was, mm-hmm. and he did not disappoint. He did not disappoint. There's there's Pereira levels striking. There's levels of the striking thing, and his his striking is it's up there. It's crazy up there. He doesn't only land, but he, he he can land with some power behind it, and off of like a little space, very mm-hmm. short, very short stuff. Short and shot. he he cracks hard. Oh, yeah, he kicks he to the it. body hard. He kicks to the legs hard. He has a, a nice left hook that you know. You look at all his, his knockouts. Yeah, that's his money. That left hook is his money maker, and it was on display in this fight as well. But the funny thing about this fight is, like, you, you know, you're hearing us say all this about Asperez. You think Bruno Silva was a punching bag? He was not. Nope. Bruno Silva, Silva did not came to fight, and he was cracking Alex Perez. Uh, Alex Perez. Alex um, Pereira mm-hmm. with some shots. Yep. And it was looking dicey there for a second. It was. You know, I wanted five rounds of this. I agree. Because Bruno Silva was no slouch. No pushover. There was no pushover. He was like, look, you're going to have to really take me out of here if you want to beat me. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, he was. He, Tough. Yeah. He had his moments. So he did land on Pereira a few times. But Pereira was there was hurting. definitely a power difference. Pereira was hurting him. Like, that's just a man you don't want to fight. He was hurting him. He was hurting Bruno. He, like, if Bruno Silva was any less of a man, he'd, he'd be out of there a long he'd time ago. He'd be a long time ago. Mm-hmm. His toughness was definitely on display. On display. Because he was like, at the end of the fight, he literally just dropped. You know, usually they, they do that little celebration. Yeah, I win. You know, whether, you know, you made it to the end and you're, you know, put your arms up, like, you know, to celebrate. He couldn't do that. He was in too much pain. He was just beat up. Beat up. Alex Pereira is no joke. It's going to be interesting to see if, if he works his way up to fight Izzy again. That's going to be I, a mega fight. I, it's going to be a huge fight. And believe it's, it. It's a real risk. It's a, it's a real threat because yeah. he, he has knocked out Adesanya before. And what what he was doing in this fight, it looks like he could knock out Asanya again, in my opinion. I mean, I don't want to, you know, be that guy that, you know, want to forget everything Adesanya has done. Mm-hmm. Adesanya is a great champion, but, man, Alex just looked so scary. So, damn, like, just talking about it gives me chills because his, 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 his striking was on point. full display and it was on point and it was, it was nasty. Yep. It was dirty, good. like... Even though it went to decision, there was action throughout all three rounds. Like it I, wasn't I a boring fight. Yeah, and, and the thing is, I don't get, I don't get that from Adesanya. I don't get that feeling from Adesanya. That's what scares me. Adesanya is good and he's great and he can, you know, he can do some crazy stuff and whip out something, whip out something that's you know, amazing and you know, make you talk about it. But Alex, man, Alex was just hurting Bruno the whole way through, and Adesanya doesn't do that. You know what I mean? He doesn't hurt you the whole way through. Like he sometimes he waits. You know, he he sets traps, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. But 
it's like Silva. I mean, him Silva. Pereira just knows uh, like he knows his striking is better than yours, and he's just gonna he's just gonna put it on you. One hundred percent. So it's gonna be interesting to see where he lands and what they do with him next. But yeah, he's he's, he's working his way up to the top ten. He has, sure. a, he has a, he's very er, he's very you know green when it comes to MMA because he's not you know he he's, he was kickboxing before. Um, he has some room to grow. I think he has one loss. I'm, I guess it's his first fight because he's on a, you know, the four or five win streak. So. He's on a tear, yeah. So, but yeah, I think you know, obviously his Achilles heel is going to be probably grappling, but you know, Bruno Silva is a you know strong grappler, and he couldn't he couldn't couldn't do anything with him. So he's, yeah. it's like, Alex is like I, I, I could talk about this guy forever, but it's like, is he's what I've wanted to see in the UFC in a long time. Really high level striking. And can defend takedowns. Because that's, that's like, with all the high-level strikers in the UFC, the biggest Achilles heel has always been the takedowns. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't, seem like, that doesn't seem to be the case with this guy. And no. the level of striking is... I mean, it's still yet to be seen. He's still, you know... There's still, there's still some other people in that division that could test his wrestling even further. Like Chimaev? Chimaev would be... Like, um... Oh, what a fight would that be. What's the other guy that we're comparing to Chimaev a couple weeks ago? Um, um, I forgot his name, but him and Pereira would be a great fight too as well. You know mm. what I'm talking about, right? The yeah. Um, don't worry about it. But anyhow, um, yeah, Alex Pereira, awesome fighter, definitely yeah. somebody to look out for for sure. Um, then Drew Dober yeah, went against Terence McKenney, which Terence McKenney was coming off of a, a two week was it two weeks right? Yeah, but two weeks mm-hmm. um turnaround, quick turnaround. He's you know. His last fight, he didn't was untouched, so he was able to make a quick turnaround. And he's, you know, this was his third fight in the UFC. His first two fights, you know, barely made. You know, you know, he he had finishes he finished, in both yeah. both. And he's he's been a hundred percent finish rate in all his fights. Eleven and I know, eleven and zero. I think he was at the time. Well, it's eleven and four actually. Oh, sorry, he was eleven and three at the time. Yeah, he was eleven and three at the time. Um, but all his all his finishes were hundred percent, one hundred percent finish mm-hmm. rate. But he was he was undefeated in the UFC. Yes. Um, which which is unfortunately he has been defeated now. Going up against Drew Dober, which he when the round started, he was cracking Drew Dober. He hit Drew Dober with with a nasty knee and then he was hurting him. Some punches, he got back up and he lined him another knee. He was hurting like I wanted he, he needed to finish it in that because he and, he and he was dumping a lot of energy too. Yeah. So he, he needed, needed to, to, to take his time and, and finish the finish the fight, which he, he, he didn't and then Drew Dober just, you know, out you witted him, you yep. know, pretty much. Just made the turnaround, toughed it out, and just showed that, you know, he's a veteran and there's levels to this, mm-hmm. you know. Started crack, got him down, started cracking him, and he just looked like he didn't want to be in there anymore. Yeah. He, he really hurt him, and he, sure he, he, he did not want to be in there anymore. Um, which, it's unfortunate because I, I want, I mean. He's still young. So he's still he young, so he has a lot of way to go. And this is a good fight for him to show that, you know, you can't always be the hammer. Mm-hmm. Sometimes there's, you know. There's other guys that are is gonna are gonna be the hammer, but you know he he, he said that he's gonna be a champion by next year, and the way he fights he, he definitely can be. He has a very awkward style to him, but mm. when he lands it just hurts. Even Judover said you know like as hard as he's been hit in yeah. his UFC career, and it's like Judover has been around for a long time. Yep. So it's cool to see, but you know hopefully you know he he bounces back, he learns from this, and comes back better. And then another one of my favorite fights of the night. Yeah, this was this was a good one too. Khalil Roundtree. Just Khalil Roundtree Jr. versus Carl Robertson. 
just another scary guy, huh? Very scary person. Khalil Roundtree. He's always been, you know, scary. Like, you, you always look at him. I, I could always look at him and be like, that, that, that's a guy that has some really Ill, Ill intentions. And then that, that, that sidekick he did to that guy's knee was like, okay, you, you're <laughs> really you're a really messed up in the head kind of person. And he got a lot of flack for it. But this fight... Just showed more of his violent side. Just showed more of his violent side. Which I, I follow him on, on, on Instagram. So uh, he does a lot of things that are like not violent. Like, you know, he plays like this steel drum thingy. He, I think he's starting some uh, art or a clothing line or something like that. He does a lot of co- cool things. It's a cool guy. And mm-hmm. those that don't know his story, you know, guy used to be overweight. He used to be overweight. He used to be 300 pounds. Yeah. Uh, he said he was he, suicidal, you yep, know. depressed and everything. But he, he found his way through MMA, through the Ultimate Fighter, gave him gave him a second life, and he's now look where he's at. And he was, you know, well, let's, let's get into the fight, and then I'll, I'll get into some of the things he said afterwards, which is kind of going to lead into the good ideas. But the fight was as violent as we expected. Every time Roundtree threw anything, it was with ill intent. Ill intent. Like, from the punches to the kicks, like, you could tell that he, he wanted to, to hurt Carl Robinson. And Carl Robinson was, was game. He was, he was thrown back. He was thrown back. He was he was not no slouch for sure. But then he got but cracked with a, a punch. He got dropped, and he then dropped. you know there was a bit of a scramble. Some ground ground upon landed, but while he was trying to get up, Khalil got up and just soccer kicked him in the stomach. Yeah, like which kind of lifted him off the ground a little l- bit. Like literally threw him to the cage with a kick. It was. Nasty to watch. Yep, and then he, he went for a stomp after that, which he, he kind of slipped. He tried to try to stomp him after. Which, it wasn't really a stomp; it was more like a push kick kind of stomp. Because yeah. technically, you're not supposed to stomp. You know, so it was like, but how he did it, it was kind of going outwards yeah. as opposed to going straight down, like stomping on. Mm-hmm. So I guess it was you know if it landed, you know I guess they would have to draw the conclusion of you know was it was it legal or not. But yeah, um, based on those strikes, that it, it, was it was ill intent. It was, it like, was done. Yeah, he like he even, was he was there to hurt him. Even after the fight, Carl Robinson was still on the ground, like just kind of like Bruno Silva, just hurt, just on the ground, just hurt, just in pain. You just saying, you know, these these aren't guys that are playing a sport here. These are guys that are hurting people. Mm-hmm. You couldn't pay me enough money to fight these people. Yep. Which um, Kelly Ronchi was asked, you know, in, in the post-fight interview about you know, if like what would he say to his you know, the, the other Khalil Roundtree's out there that are, you know, mm-hmm. 300 pounds, overweight, and, you know, like, like what would you say to them? You know, like a young person, you know, and he's just, his message to, to that he said was, was so powerful that I, I had to, like, it resonated with me, and I, I kind of wrote it down just so I could do it justice, and it's, verbatim. <laughs> it's a good message for, for people that are, that are you know, because, you know, we just came through a, a couple, a rough couple of years, right? And people are, you know, going through it and whatnot. But man, hey, for for people that are, are depressed or going through it, this is the message from Khalil Roger. And, and he got pretty emotional while he was saying it. He highly got very recommend. Yeah. I highly recommend you guys go 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 watch that clip. But uh, his message to you know himself or the other Khalil Roundtree's out there is that that your life matters and that you can be special. You can be strong. You can be seen. And life can be beautiful if you make it that way. And that it's worth it to stick around even if it's just for one more day. 
and I to me that's as simple as it was and he even, he even said it like it sound it may sound cliche but for anyone that's going through it to hear these words it, it, it makes all the difference in the world it, 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 it resonates and I implore anyone that you know going through a hard time or going through you know any challenge that they're going through and they don't know if they can they don't see the the, the light at the end of the tunnel it's just to, to find some comfort in these words and I highly recommend you guys go you know, check out that clip, but or you can even replay this uh, as a good idea. Is, is, is it's it's really important that we you know, as a as a human collective, you know, be there for the for the ones that are that are maybe not having the best time being alive. You know, so and then being someone that you know is coming off some depression, you know, these last two years of you know, COVID and being unemployed and you know going through the many different challenges, yeah. They, they, you know these words do resonate yeah and and it's so true that for you know sure. life can definitely be beautiful if you make it that way you know it doesn't have to be the way that everyone says it is you know it can be beautiful for you if you make it that way so more of the story or the good ideas for the day or the good word of the day is that your life matters so that was a good message from Khalil Roundtree that I'm just echoing here because it's such a powerful message and I think we all need to hear it very well said yes sir moving on into another fight um Sadiq Youssef versus Alex Carreras Caceres which I'm a huge Alex Caceres fan that's Bruce Leroy since day one for those that are unaware you remember Bruce Leroy from Ultimate Fighter that's who I'm talking about and he's um he was coming he he was coming off another I think a five fight win streak as well he had a five fight win streak yeah um fighting Sadiq Youssef and unfortunately Youssef had his number. Derailed, derailed the, the five fights. Mm-hmm. Derailed the hype train a little bit. I mean, you, you could tell that Caceres, you know, he had a game plan early on, and it was the same game plan he had from his last fight, which was to throw the strikes to, to, to get in with the clinch, to get on the person's back and, and sub him out. And he got really close in the first round against Youssef, but Youssef... It was tough. He when got it through it. And once he was onto it, that and was. And once he was onto it, that was, that was it. He, he tried to get back there a few more times, but Yusuf just wouldn't let him. Mm-hmm. And he just kept landing and kept chewing up his, his lead leg, which he did not address at any point during the fight. He kept getting his lead leg kick, and he just wouldn't check any, wouldn't get out of the way, nothing. And it cost him the fight, ultimately. So I do want to see more from Alex Caceres, but he's, yeah, he has to go back to the drawing board of that because he was not addressing those leg kicks at all. Mm-hmm. So if you want to beat him, kick his leg and keep him off your back. And then... Um, Another one of my favorite fights of the night. Was it? Well, yeah. Not really, well, not really, not really Song, fights of the night, but performance. performance. <laughs> Song Dong is just no joke, just, huh? Yeah, and, and, and we called it. Called it, if you remember yeah. last week. I said it like, just, just that's just 100%. <laughs> I feel so bad for Marlon Moraes. And they interviewed him before the fight, and he was saying all the right things, right? He was mm-hmm. saying, you know, he you know, he just wants to win, and winning is the most important thing to him more than the money and the belt and all that. And I was like, okay, let's let's see you get it done. But Song. just there's just no easy fights for him. I mean, they're just, UFC just not doing this guy any favors. <laughs> Mom rise, right? <laughs> He's just getting all the tough fights, and unfortunately, I, I think they might get rid of him soon. He's, he's, he's just been on a skid. He's do a break. Like give him, give him, give him somebody that's easy. Yeah, they should, they should give him someone outside of the top fifty. They, they need to drop his number first of all, so we can fight those guys. Yes, yes. Keeping him so high up, it's not doing him any favors. Nope. 
he 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 has to, and he's a great fighter. You can tell he, he's sharp. You know he knows what he's doing in there, and he cracks. But man, if 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 he's not being a gr- the aggressor, it's mm. it's tough for him, man. Yadong just puts him down on him. Yadong was not playing no games with this guy. Knocked him on the first round. Yep. Yadong just he, he just when he he hits you, it looks like you see guys just like react differently with it. Like he just hits. He cracks. Hard. <laughs> Without question. And, you know, this fight was no different, you know. I mean, he has, he's been in some wars as well. He's, been, he's gone the distance before, but... Dong, man, when he, when, he, when he gets you, he gets you. Yep. You don't want to stand in the, in the way of those. Not at all. Mm. And then uh, the main event, which was a little bit disappointing in a sense. I mean, it, it wasn't because, you know... Thiago it, it Silva was starting to, was, was getting some kind of momentum, but... He w- it was too little, too late, unfortunately. Um, the, yeah, um, Magomed Ankalaev. I mean, he was fighting a very safe fight. He was being a counterfighter the entire fight. Like he was kind of waiting for Silva to throw something, and then he would throw something, and he was like, "It was kind of boring." Like the f- the first round, they threw less than twenty strikes, both yes, of them exactly. collectively. It was like five and seven or something like that I mean, for an entire round, which was. I I I don't I don't like fights like that. I don't like people in a fight like that. I mean, it, I I get it. You know, it's. It's a path to victory, like counterfighting. I get it, but it's like I don't know. It, it gets it's, it's it, it takes two to dance, two to tango. You know what I mean? So it's like, and there was a game plan for 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 for, the, for Thiago to win. Like he, like you know, Ankalaev, he he got his leg chewed up a little bit there. And I, mm-hmm. I felt like if Thiago was throwing if he just harder sat legs, down, yeah, if he sat on some of those leg kicks, harder leg kicks, because you, you know once he threw the leg kick, the punch is coming. So you just got to know, okay, I'm gonna throw this kick as hard as I can. But I'm also going to defend with everything I got. That's what he. That's all he needed to do. And I think he got a. He, he got a really messed up Ankalaev's leg, you know. But he did. He did throw a lot of kicks, but it was just tapping, just making contact. Like the first, I think the first two were like really hard, and then after that, it was just making contact. Because I think I think he was trying to kick him to to, to bait, make him react to bait, bait him, punch to bait out, him, yeah. you know. Ankalaev just stayed safe for the most most of the fight. He always was. Every time uh, Tiago got you know aggressive and came at him, he just. Got out of the way, and he landed. You know, he landed and did enough to get a victory, I guess. So yeah, so good for him. Ankalaev uh, moves up in the light heavyweight division, which has some some killers in there. So we'll see. Uh, you know, who they put Ankalaev with against next, and how he fares with those guys. But he's uh, definitely a big favorite in that division. But um, yeah, this weekend, um. UFC is moving back to London. Yep. This is the, the London card. London card that it's been talked about for a while. Uh, and it looks pretty good. You know, in your main event, you're looking at Alexander Volkov versus Tom Aspinall. Aspinall. Which Aspinall is undefeated in the UFC as well. Mm-hmm. He's been tearing through. He's 11-2 and two, uh, total record. But against um, Alexander Volkov. Volkov mm-hmm. has all the experience, huh? Mm-hmm. With, four, with 34 and 9. But um, it's gonna be thirty-four and ten. I think so too. And then you have Arnold Allen, which is another uh, hype train that everyone's talking about. Mm-hmm. Some are saying it's the next Conor McGregor, which I don't know why they keep making that. I guess because he's from Ireland, but that's about it, right? Yeah, I mean, he uh, whatever to me, but yeah, he he doesn't have the charisma, I, I think, and maybe he has an Irish following because the, the, they, those guys, you know, ride for their guys. But I don't see him as the next Conor McGregor, not even close. Um, he's well, he's going up against Dan Hooker, which. That's going to be a real test for him. Mm-hmm. 
Let's see if he's the real deal or not. Which mm-hmm. they're not doing him any favors by doing him giving him that fight. So we'll see. But someone that could potentially be the next Conor McGregor, I think. Paddy Pimblett. Paddy Pimblett. Paddy the Batty. He's also on this card. He's going up against... um Rod- Vargas. Yeah, Rodrigo Vargas. Um, that's going to be an interesting fight. I think Paddy might get that one. We'll... we'll, 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 we'll the 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 word's not out yet on on Patty whether he's gonna be like you know great or not. Mm-hmm. We do know that he can crack. We do know he can t- you know he can take he's damage. He's good on the mic. He's good on the mic. But you know, let's see. Honestly, we got a few wins you know back to back, and then we mm-hmm. we can talk. But mm-hmm. he's definitely has the charisma. So looking forward to that. He also got Gunnar Nelson on here as well. So that's gonna be. I haven't seen Gunnar in a minute. Yeah, he so he's great fighter. He's he's had some misses. Yeah, but he's always had the potential to be, you know, excellent. Yeah, and then you have um, uh, Shalim Abrahimov versus, uh, yeah, some guy. So yeah, Nikola yeah. Krylov against yeah. Paul Craig, which is gonna be a great one. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be a good fight. But the fight I'm looking forward to is Jay Herbert versus Mike Davis because Jay Herbert, a lot of people don't know him. But I've seen him, I think this is probably my third time watching him fight in UFC, and he does really well. Mm-hmm. He looks like a guy that can strike and grapple as good as anybody. At high he, level. He kind of reminds, uh, maybe that's giving him too much props. Kind of reminds me of Oliveira in a sense, like he's like really good striking and mm-hmm. really good on the ground. Like he, he is as well-rounded MMA fighter as, as, he, as, as, as he gets, as come, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, that's just know, I think Jay Herbert's going to walk away with that one. Jack he Shor- is from England, so you don't really see him fight a lot. Yeah. But every time I see him, I always remember. Um, Jack Shore is fighting as well. Yep. Molly McCain is fighting. So. Oh, he Luna. Luana Carolina, I remember her. Mm-hmm. I think Molly Meatball should get it done. And then uh, who else? Any notable fights on there? Mike, Mike Grundy. Mm-hmm. Against um, Americani. There you go. Didn't realize Marconi was there. Me either. I almost skipped over him. Mm-hmm. So there. So yeah, decent card, a London card. It's gonna be another UFC fight night, so it's not it's a non pay per view. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, this is gonna, like it's gonna be a long one too because there's a lot of prelims and there's a six fight main card when it's usually five. So yeah. But the good thing is, is that we are now on Eastern Standard Time. So mm-hmm. and also being that it's an England night. card, would it, is it gonna be in the day? What time is? That's a good. That's a good point. Usually, the, the cards are still daytime cards. They usually put them on daytime cards. Oh yeah, look at that. The main card starts four o'clock. Yep. Hold it. So yeah, the prelims are starting one in the afternoon, and then the main card starts. That's gonna be interesting here at the lounge because Ooh. Saturdays are busy. What date? What's the date? Nineteenth. It's next week. Okay. There's no party. No, there's no party that week. Okay. But Wait. The 19th? Y- yes, there is. Anywho. Oh, that's what, um, the, the one we just... Oh, that's... Well, we'll, s- we'll see how that goes. <laughs> we will figure that one we'll out. We'll figure this out. But, I mean, if we don't watch it, then we can always watch the, the, the card later. Definitely going to watch it, though. Definitely going to watch the card to bring it to you guys. Oh, we'll, we'll probably just have it out. Oh, but she was thinking, oh, well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll <laughs> figure it out. But, um, yeah, I think that's another episode in the bag. Mm-hmm. Definitely thank you guys for continuing to tune in and continue to ride with us. 
We'll continue to improve our product. We'll continue to get better. And continue to bring you guys what you guys love, which is this nerd culture, this fight culture, and everything in between. So with that, you guys continue to be good to each other. Stay safe out there. Isaac Boys out. Fight Talk was recorded from the Isaac Boys podcast. You can check us out on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Beaker, you name it, we're there. Check us out. Enjoy listening to the podcast? Well, consider becoming a supporter. As a supporter, you can directly support the podcast with monetary contributions, ranging from a dollar to $10, based on your budget. Your monthly contributions will ensure that we can continue to do what we love doing, bringing you great content. Go to anchor.fm forward slash VIVN to find out how you can become a supporter. All contributions are greatly appreciated.